Welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Keelay. I'm super excited to be here tonight. Of course, we took last week off. Well, not really, of course, but we took last week off, but I'm super excited to be back. And tonight we're going to get right into the topic of the night. And it's going to be, what about your friends? I feel like I talk about motherhood on here. I feel like I talk about marriage and relationship stuff on here, but Friendships are also very important relationships that we need to have those conversations about. And so I'm super excited to be here with you guys tonight and just talk about friendships. So tonight we're going to get deep down, dark, honest, transparent about all things friendship. So let's get into it. So if you didn't know that song, you're probably too young to be listening to this podcast. But if you do know that song, you know that's TLC, What About Your Friends? And I kind of want to go, I want to start the uh, conversation off by reading the lyrics, of course, because I feel like a lot of us listen to the songs um, when we were younger, whether it was Sexy Time or it was songs like this. That we we listen to the songs and we sang them in the backseat of the car, or we listen to the videos on Box. If you don't know Box, you're also too young to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> but um, we sang those songs and we visualized what they were saying, but we didn't really know the meaning. So let's get into the lyrics. The lyrics say, What about your friends? Will they stand their ground? Will they let you down again? What about your friends? Are they going to be low down? Will they ever be around? Or will they turn their backs on you? What about your friends? And so we're going to get into that because I feel like we um, need to start asking those questions. Although they may hurt, although they may feel bad, although we may be confused about what the answer may be, I feel like we need to dive into those questions and ask ourselves those questions about what about our friends? And I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. If you don't follow me at Keele Carter, Keele, K-E-E-L-A-Y underscore Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R. I had posted that my husband and I were reading Relationship Goals by Michael Todd, who is a pastor. Now, the title of the book says How to Win at Dating, Marriage, and Sex relationship goals. When I initially bought the book, I didn't have any expectations. I really just saw great reviews about the book. And I, um, you know, posed a question to my husband about reading the book. And then I posed the questions to my girlfriends, um, which are my sisters. I have three sisters who are legit my best friends. And then um, some friends that, you know, we said, let's start a book club. You know, I'm not even really a reader. I haven't read since I had to read probably in college, and I feel bad saying that, but judge ye not, okay? Judge ye not. Um, 
But when I got to reading the book, of course, some things um, applied to me. I'm a married woman. I've been married for five years. And pretty much my husband and I have already kind of uh, navigated either through our premarital counseling, um, discussing things, going back to our premarital counseling, guidance, prayer, talking it out, communicating you know, we've kind of navigated those things. So I didn't, um, there were some things, of course, you always learn. I tell people all the time, the work never stops when you're married. We legit work at this on a daily basis. Okay. Sometimes on a minute basis. Okay. Um, but when I read this book, it also spoke to me in the area of friendship, which was very interesting. And I just want to quote this one thing. You can usually tell whether a relationship is from God just by looking at this one qualification. Does this relationship help me? Think through your close relationships and ask yourself that question about each one. We tend to tolerate so many relationships that are taking away from us, stealing our peace. And that's where I had to take a pause, y'all. Stealing our peace, ravaging our joy, and keeping us up worrying at night. Why? You might say, but they're my friends. Okay, but if they're so fake, you need to let them go. If the people around you are keeping you stuck in your chains, It doesn't take divine intervention or a miraculous sign from God to reveal to to you that those relationships aren't helping you. Many of us have experienced poisonous relationship in some way or another, and it may have negatively affected our desire to ever have human connection at all. So we have to understand, like a lot of us, we'll take the pain and we'll take the lessons and we'll you know, say we learned from this relationship, but it'll only be our dating relationships. We have to learn to ask those questions. We have to learn to take those learning lessons and those mistakes from friendships as well. Because for me, like, I feel like I was sharing this with a group of women, um, not too long, most recently, um, that, you know, I felt like growing up, my, my sisters were bound to be my best friends because, my mom, she did not play with like French friends. So I grew up in a very, 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 very strict household. Um, and so I was sharing with them and they were laughing because I would tell them like in my household, it was, it was, it was, you answered the phone, praise the Lord. If you called my house, you heard praise the Lord. And a lot of people hung up was like, I got the wrong number. But my mom was so strict on us because she wanted to ensure that we weren't doing the things that she did in her past. And she'll get on here and talk about that um, on upcoming episodes, so stay tuned. But um, my mom was not very keen on us spending the night at people's houses, visiting people's houses. And so we didn't get the opportunity to build those friendships or build those best friendships that we seen on TV or we seen other people have. Um, I wasn't able to talk talk to my best friend or my friends about boys because I wasn't allowed to date. 
I wasn't allowed to go over their house and spend the night and spend every moment with them and know everything about their lives because my mom didn't have that. We we barely could talk on the phone. We could not spend, spend the night over anyone's houses. Um, so it was just a different atmosphere. And I feel like it set us up to be best friends with each other. So my sisters are my best friends, point blank period, and my husband. But that's not what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about those friendships that I did um, get the opportunity to build. And um, we have to understand that friendships are seasonal. Um, I think that every relationship is seasonal. I feel like some relationships, of course, are going to last throughout different seasons of our lives. But we have to understand that when you notice, you have to keep your eyes open. You can't have those blinders on. You have to keep your eyes open. You have to have that spirit of discernment. You have to understand that when you understand that a relationship is becoming toxic, when you understand that a relationship is becoming negative, when you understand that a relationship you under you see envy or jealousy, when you see a relationship turning for the bad, or if you see a relationship keeping you from the plan that God has for you, keeping you from your destiny then you have to begin to analyze and ask questions about that relationship. And you have to ask God and pray to God for guidance. God, is this a relationship that you will want me in? And I think that we are more um, confident in doing that when it comes to relationships rather than friendships. And I want to bring awareness to that because friendships sometimes can be... um, misunderstood. Um, And so we have to understand that. So um, a lot of us, like I've been sharing with people when I turned 30 and when I got pregnant with Jackson, I feel like my eyes opened up a little bit more. I feel like I had gone through so many years of wanting those friendships because I wasn't able to have them, um, that I wanted them so badly that I will be doing anything to to keep them. I was forgiving things that were unforgivable. I was given more chances than I should have been given chances. I was not um, questioning those things that to me looked uh, suspicious. Um, And so I was pretty much, you know, just wanting those friendships and um, wanting to be a part of something and it was hurting me. And it it didn't dawn on me until things started happening in my life. You know, um, when you have those happy occasions and those people aren't happy for you anymore, when you have those things that are happening in your life that people aren't supporting you, when you have those deep, dark times, when you don't even know which way you want to go, when you're crying and you have these things that you don't want to sell nobody else, but the people that you thought you could depend on aren't there anymore. Those are the times when you see the true friendships. And I want to talk on that because um, I shared most recently during the quarantine that um, I've become closer with other people that, you know, we say our day ones, or some people say the no new friends. And I'm like, you know what? 
honestly, I have to say that I'm thankful to God for the people that he has placed in my life in this moment where I've been going through those deep, dark times that I'm able to call those people and I'm able to vent to those people and I'm able to talk to those people and be transparent and be unapologetically me and share those things and not be judged and not feel like, oh, I shouldn't have told them, you know, um, and not be afraid of it. Because the thing is, a lot of us have those friendships that are surface level. And when I was younger, it, it felt good to go out to love. It felt good to go out to H2O. It felt good to go out to dream. Um, well, I wasn't old enough to dream. Love, H2O, Ibiza. Those were my clubs. It felt good to go out um, to those things. L'Oreal Plaza, when it first became popping, to have swirls and stuff. It felt good to do those things. But where was the um, friends when my family was moving from house to house? My family was struggling financially. Um, I lost my uncle. I lost my, my cousin, who was my only cousin, who was pretty much like a brother to me. Where was those friends when I was going through financial issues when I was not able to continue in college and I was going through emotionally? Where were those, you know, we're able to share the good things and we're able to share the fun things, but it became service level. And I didn't realize that until now, like, I'm not ashamed to say it. I literally am 33 and I'm just beginning to understand that some of those friendships were very harmful to me. They were very toxic to me. They were very um, not what God wanted for me. And we have to understand that. And it's not its not a mean thing. It's not a, you're not my friend. So no, it's more so of those friendships will naturally dissolve. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. You just continue to live life and because those friendships or those relationships have a season, they also have an expiration date. And if they have an expiration date, they're going to naturally fall off. So those are the things that, you know, I look at. Those are the things that I think about. And a lot of the, a lot of those, you know, we feel bad about them because we're like, well, that was my friend and we had so much, so many memories. Um, but we have to understand that, you know, all things aren't, aren't forever. Um, and so I, I, I'm trying to say this in the best way possible. There, there were times where it was a quote. I'm going to say this quote, a lot of things broke my heart, but fixed my vision. So there, there were friendships that I lost that broke my heart and they made me sad and they made me, you know, like disappointed, but they fixed my vision because I was able to depict those things, dissect those things that were missing from the friendship that should have been there. And also as I began to grow spiritually, mentally, physically, all of that, as I began to grow in those areas and I began to see things, I began to understand that everybody isn't for, everybody isn't for you. Um, everybody isn't rooting for you, you know, and you have to understand that. And it was just like, wow, like 
when I started momish, it was like, oh, this is cool. You know, I really like it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then I started to see um, a lot of my, these friends weren't supporting me. And I was just like, what's going on? You know, didn't pay it any mind. But then you see people, and that's why I don't, I don't live by the no new friends decree. Because when you see people who barely know you, that believe in you, that genuinely support you and share your stuff and want you want to see you win and give you that advice and give you encouraging words and give you inspiration and give you motivation and uplift you and give you those encouraging words and say, girl, keep going, keep going. You're like, you don't even know me. Why are you so invested in me winning and so invested in the positive sides of my life? This is crazy. I'm not used to this. Is there something wrong? And we began to question those relationships because we feel like those relationships might be something wrong with them because we're not used to what's happening. When really it's the relationships that we've had for years that are the ones that are wrong because they're not exerting that positive energy. And I took some time to think about those things. And I even told a young lady who I who I met probably a year ago, I said, I thought I was a crazy person when I was going through a very, very, very dark time in my job and, and I was crying and I was going through, but I she was the first number that I texted and I called and she said, well, did I answer? And I said, yeah, you did answer. But the crazy part about it is my mind was telling me, Kile, don't call her. She don't even know you. She going to laugh you out. She going to think you crazy. You want, she going to think you crazy. Um, but I talked to her and she just uplifted me in that moment. And I didn't, I, I didn't know how to feel. Like I told my husband, I said, I, I didn't know how to feel, you know, and it felt, it felt good. It felt sincere. It felt genuine. When I had an event, another young lady that I met probably a the same time frame a year ago, um, I got off the phone with her and she said, I'm so proud of you. And I immediately started crying. And my husband's like, what's wrong? And I said, she, the fact that she stopped and told me she was proud of me, I've never heard those words from any of my friends. I'm Some of my friends, of course, but I never heard those words the way that they were said. And it made me emotional because I'm like, wow. Like these people believe in me, they support me, they have genuine love for me, it's sincere. And so the thing for me, like my husband, my husband is very good. He's a very good read of character. My mom, you know, you know how the memes say, if my mom don't like you, it's something wrong with you. My sisters don't like you, it's something wrong with you. But um, they had told, you know, it was certain friends that they had warned me about and I gave chance after chance after chance. And um, my, even my best friend, she was telling me, you're better than me because you be forgiving folks. You be giving folks chance after chance after chance, but that's just me. And I don't know if it's like my daddy issues, which I shared with y'all before, where I just, you know, I long for that relationship. I long for that connection. So I'm always giving chance after chance because I feel like people can change. People can, you know, evolve into who they're supposed to be. But it's hard when those people don't um, live up to the expectation that you have in your mind. And that's fine. You don't have to have ill 
intent against them. You don't have to bash them. You don't have to have negative words against them. You don't have to bad talk them behind their back. You don't have to bad talk them to the people that they may build relationships with in the future. What you do is you just let that relationship naturally dissolve. You, if you would like to, I've noticed um, when I turned 30 and over, I've learned to communicate better. Um, Even in my marriage, even in my friendships, I've learned to um, navigate those relationships head on and say, this is bothering me. And I want to bring this to your attention and I want us to communicate about it because maybe I'm seeing it from a different perspective that you're not seeing it from. So let me know if I'm seeing it wrong so that we can fix this. Back in the day, I would have never done that. I would have just been bottling up inside and just been mad and angry inside and sad inside. But no, and then we talk it out. And if I feel like I'm not satisfied with the response or we not getting anything resolved, then you know what? Your expiration date has happened. And I feel like I've grown and I've matured. But you know what? It's not, we're not friends anymore, but I'm not going to bad talk you from anybody else that you have a relationship with. Because just because you're not for me, that don't mean that you're not for nobody else. You can be put into somebody else's life for purpose or for destiny. You can be connected to them for different purposes, but your time in my life has, the limitation is up. It has expired and that's fine, but that don't have, I don't have no right to um, insert myself into any other relationship that you may have with anybody else. And that's what people have to learn that we don't have that power and authority to say, oh, let me tell you about this person because they did me dirty because they so they're going to do you dirty. No. You let that person do what they do because you don't know what purpose or connection they may have for them. Because one thing for sure, two things for certain, God has purpose for all of us. And even through the bad friendships and even through the bad mistakes and even through the bad relationships, we're learning and we're growing. So you don't know what God has planned for them. And so I'm thankful for every bad relationship. I'm thankful for every bad friendship. I'm thankful for every mistake that I've made. I'm thankful for every accidental meetup that I've had because God had a plan in that. God wanted me to grow through that. And I'm even on this podcast talking about it because I've been through it. How can you talk about something if you never experienced it? How can you learn from something if you never experienced it? How can you grow from something if you never experienced it? And so I just look at it as this is God's purpose because we know that God God has planned for all of our lives and nothing comes by accident. So I feel like God has placed me in these dark tunnels because he wanted me to learn something. He wanted me to come out stronger. He wanted me to be to see the breakthrough, he wanted me to be the light in this tunnel for somebody else. And that's just that. And so we have to understand that um, we don't have that power and authority authority to, to speak on somebody else's friendship with somebody else. So that's that. But um, it, it is uh, very interesting to me that um, a stranger can support our business and well, we'll look at them as a stranger, but I feel like God has placed people in my life and I'm super thankful and I'm super 
appreciative of the people that he's placed in my life because even during this quarantine, this has been one of the toughest times of my life, being a mother, being a wife, being a um, new entrepreneur, if you want to call it that, influencer, brand builder, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's been one of the toughest part of my life. We've dealt with racism. We've dealt with um, the medical pandemic. We've dealt with so much. And I feel like God has placed these people in my life because he knew that we were going to be experiencing this during this time. And so I'm just thankful for how God works. I'm thankful that he connects us with people when he knows that we're going to need those people. So I am thankful for that. I'm appreciative to that. So we have to understand to be thankful and to be appreciative of those things that God is orchestrating from his level because we don't understand the plans that he has. We don't even know the plans that he has. So for me, that is um, truly, 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 truly important. Um, and And the quarantine has taught us that. Like I said, God has a purpose for all of this. He's teaching us so many lessons throughout all of this, but we have to be careful. I encourage us to be careful. I encourage us to be um, have discernment. I encourage us to keep our eyes open. Um, Tupac once said, just because you lost me as a friend doesn't mean you gained me as an enemy. I'm bigger than that. I still want to see you eat. Just not at my table, period. Like, we have to understand that. Like, just because you lost me as a friend, it don't mean that I'm an enemy of yours. Like, I'm not going to support you um, fully as I would have as a friend, but I'm not going to knock you either. So we have to understand that we can we can do both and understand that. So um, it's another quote that says, hard times will always reveal true friends. When you're going through, like I said, when you're going through the deepest, darkest secrets and the deepest, darkest pain and hurt, you'll understand those people who are truly there for you, that's truly going to check on you, that's truly going to pray for you, that's truly going to push through that hard time with you. Because you have to understand, like, when you're going through something good, it's always easy for people to be happy for you. Well, not always, because they might be jealous or they might be envious, but it's a little easier. But when you're going through those deep, dark times, a lot of people are like, ah, I'm gonna let them figure it out on their own. Because one, they might feel confused. They might not know how to approach the situation. But two, they might feel like, eh, it ain't my place to say nothing. But people need you. Check on your strong friends. That That is not a light statement to just take um, lightly because check on your strong friends. Because your strong friends aren't aren't always the strongest. And I had to learn that and I had to understand that even when they push me away, I still have to check on them because they need to know that I love them. They need to know. And especially during this time, we're losing so many people where there's so much uncertainty in the world. We have to understand that we need to show the people that we love that they're worth our love. We need to show the people that we love that we love them. We need to say it. We need to show it. We need to um, highlight it, you know, because we don't, tomorrow's not promised. 
And another thing I wanted to touch on is when you set a new standard on how to expect to be treated, you'll be surprised at those who disappear from your life. It's a hard pill to swallow when you realize how many people benefited from your lack of self-love and boundaries. It's It's also a great way to filter your circle. I want to get into that because um, we always talk about it in a career aspect when we say know your worth. We always talk about it when we're pitching brands or when we want to be influencers or if we want to, you know, date somebody. We always talk about our worth. Girl, know your worth. Girl, know your worth. You know, charge what you charge what you worth. But we don't ever um, talk about it when it comes to friendships. And so we need to learn how to set standards on how to expect to be treated. Like you cannot continue to treat me as if I'm anything. You need to treat me as the person that I'm worth. I am a daughter of a king. I'm God's child. Like understand that and understand what I bring to the friendship And understand, like, if you can't treat me that way, it says don't be surprised at who will disappear from your life. Like I said, naturally dissolve. You don't have to do a darn thing. You just continue to be you. You keep continue to walk in your purpose. Continue to be, um, to continue to walk intentionally in your purpose. Continue to have intention in everything that you do. And understand that when you're doing it genuinely, if those people aren't for you, they will eventually disappear from your life. And it's hard. It's hard emotionally. For sure. But if you don't love yourself, who will love you? And and that's when you realize how many people are going to be benefiting from your lack of self-love and your boundaries. If you don't set the boundaries, if you don't set the expectation of what love is to you, then how can you expect anybody else to adhere to those expectations or those boundaries? Okay? A whole word. So that's just, that's just a whole word. And to conclude this whole episode, because I love y'all, you know, Learn to be done, y'all. Learn to be done. Not mad, not bothered, just done. Protect your peace at all costs. Like one thing I've learned to do is protect my peace. And that goes for friends, that goes for families, that goes for anybody that comes in your circle that is trying to disturb your peace. I had to understand that if you listen to the Daddy's Girl um, episode, I had to understand that my father does not care about my peace. Unfortunately, that's a sad situation. But every time I would talk to him, I would get in an uproar. I would get angry. I would get sad. I would get disappointed. I would get into these emotional outbursts where I'm crying uncontrollably because I don't understand why he doesn't value who I am. I don't understand why he don't want to be in my life. I don't understand why he doesn't want to love me. I don't understand why he don't want to be the father that he was called to be to this beautiful child. Like, what did I do wrong that he don't want to be here? But I had to understand, Kile, he's made his decision. And you have to understand that that's his decision. But protect your peace. 
Because if you don't protect your peace, he's going to continue to come in and he's going to continue to get you upset. He's going to continue to ruin your relationships with your husband because when you get upset with your father, you become a different person. He's going to continue to ruin your relationship as a mother to your children because when you get upset, you become a different person. And I had to understand that no longer will you have that control. So we have to understand, we have to ring in the boundaries. We have to ring in the power controls that we give people. Protect your peace at all costs, no matter who it is, no matter what they play in your life. And a lot of people will be like, that's your father. That's your mother. That's your auntie. That's your uncle. That's your best friend. Girl, y'all been rocking since 2000. Protect your peace. And that's it. Because if they don't care about your peace, if they don't value your peace, if they don't understand what upsets you, and if you don't communicate, if you communicate to them and they don't respect it, then you know what? That relationship has expired. Or you can work through it. There's some relationships that we can work through, and that's a whole another another episode. But um, we have to understand that there's some relationships that um, can't be salvaged, and that's okay. It's okay. Like I said, you don't have to be mad. You don't have to be burdened. You don't have to be upset. You just be done, and you let it dissolve naturally. But you protect your peace. Because in 2020, we going through enough. Sis is at home, homeschooling, two kids. Sis is, well, virtual virtual learning, you know. Sis is at, sis is a full-time employee in the federal government. Sis is a whole mother. Sis is a whole wife. Sis has a whole house to clean. Sis has a whole um, 50,000 million meals to cook. Sis has a whole brand that she's trying to build so she doesn't she doesn't have time for the negativity she doesn't have time for the lack of love she doesn't have time for the uncertainty she doesn't have time for you know the back and forth she doesn't have time for the debate she doesn't have time for the argument she doesn't have time for um the if and but so what should have got a what is let's talk about it if you don't want to talk about it if you don't want to resolve it, if you don't want to communicate, if you don't want to work it out, if you don't want to put in the effort, there's no longer going to be these one-sided um, friendships where we're not reciprocating the same thing on each side. And if you watch Insecure, we've seen that unfold with Issa and Molly. And I know a lot of people are like, well, Molly is wrong and Issa is wrong and they've had this whole thing. But the one thing that I see that they lack is communication. And I feel like this ongoing problem with them lasted so long because of the lack of communication. And honestly, I could go on and on like the DMX song. Lakeisha, Keisha, Tasha and her friends, Ashley, Brittany. And like I can go on and on and on and on from, from that because there's been so many friendships that I've been in that I now see like, Ah, I've been stressed for so many years for so many reasons. Um, and I'm thankful for the friends that are still here in 2020. Come on, loyalty, 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 loyalty. <laughs> 
And then, you know, and of course, shout out to my new friends. I don't live out of no new friends. So shout out to my new friends. Shout out to my new sisses. You know, shout out to my new tribe. You know, those that are going to be with me through thick and thin and watch me go through the bad times, watch me go through the good times, the ugly times, because everything ain't always peaches and cream. Everything ain't always glitter and gold. Everything ain't always magical rainbows. Okay. Tricks is for kids, period. So you have to find those people that's going to go through the journey with you. They're going to go through this adventure with you. They're going to go through the tunnel with you. They're going to go through the cave with you, period. And they're going to be there for you to encourage you, to uplift you, to hold your hand. And even if they can't encourage you and uplift you and motivate you at the time and inspire you at the time because they may be going through their own thing, they're there to hold your hand. And they're just there to just be there. And that's the most important thing. You don't have to do above and beyond but you being there means so much to me that I'm appreciative of so I'm in in this episode and say I love y'all I love all y'all that rock with me through the thick and the thin because I've I didn't been inconsistent I didn't had these sad posts I didn't had these angry posts I didn't had you know everything ain't about about the pretty pictures and and the nice comments I didn't, you know, had to get real with y'all a couple of times, but y'all rock with me. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in to Sincerely Hule for another episode. And I can't wait to get back with y'all for another episode. I'm super excited for the upcoming episodes coming up. And I love y'all. And I'll check y'all in the next episode. Peace!